Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. It's football at five here on a Friday as we get ready for this Easter weekend and into April. The countdown of the draft is on. Brent Martineau along with Austin Lane. I'm out here at Hidden Hills Golf Club. Austin back in the Action Sports Jack studios. And it is good to catch up. With Jaguars pass rusher Josh Allen for the first time in a long time. We've got some catching up to do. We welcome him into Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 right now. Josh, hope you and the family are doing well, man. And should we call you defensive end or linebacker now with this new look defense? I mean, uh, you know, well, what's up with you, bro? What's up, Austin? Good to talk to you all again, man. Good to hear from you, man. I'm glad it's getting getting back, you know, back to that time to get to talk football. Or talk talk with somebody else besides my fam, you know. <laughs> so can't wait to talk. Uh, but uh, I don't know, man. According to my jersey number, I'm really a, a linebacker, but I played defensive end the first two years. So I guess uh, outside linebacker slash defensive end, I still don't know. But I'm I'm gonna do some damage, though. <laughs> That's all that matters, yeah. man. Get to that quarterback. Get to that ball carrier. Whatever it is, we don't care what we need to call you. Whatever. Uh, Josh Allen hey. with us. Uh, Austin's going to ask you a bunch, too. It's been a lot since the last time we talked and a lot going on, a lot of excitement, and you can feel it. But um, how's the how's the uh, knee? How are you feeling? Are, are you kind of where you need to be, want to be? What's it look like? Oh, yeah, definitely. My my knee's uh, complete, 100% healed. Uh, I've been working hard, uh, training, putting all the pressure as much as I can on it. Uh, and, man, I have no worries. And hopefully i got to stay safer this year, take care of my body more, and, you know, pray for the best. Josh, have you spoken with uh, defensive coordinator Joe Cullen yet? I have okay. multiple times. All right. So, so <laughs> the thing about times. the thing about Joe Cullen is that I spent three years playing for that dude here in Jacksonville when he was first here. Okay. And <laughs> okay. and then I have every one of his notes still written down because I, every note that I okay. took I've kept uh, till this day. And the very first day of OTA. Me. Okay, I'll send him to you for sure. <laughs> uh, but the, the very first day, the very first OTA, the very first thing he ever said to me is he preached three things. It was attitude. Mm-hmm knowledge and technique yeah. oh yep is he still preaching yep. those type of things to this day yep and effort and effort exactly and effort. Effort. He, he added that one i guess but <laughs> effort he made a he made a big he made a big emphasis on those uh three core values th- three or four core values and you know i'm trying to live it every day i'm trying to think about it you know every time i step step foot in that building uh, i'm trying to do everything 100 percent uh, to the best as I can, to as much as I can, and have that plus two mentality uh, is what I'm getting from Coach Meyer. So, uh, so yeah, I'm excited about uh, you know where we are. I'm excited about Coach, and I'm excited to get to working with him uh, officially. Yeah, and Urban Meyer has said that he hasn't had a team meeting yet, but we know he's had conversations, and he's spoken uh, glowingly about you, as he should, uh, both as a person and a player. What are the conversations like with, with Urban as he was announced? Uh, what was your reaction? I mean, where's your level of excitement uh, with Urban Meyer coming to the Jacksonville Jaguars? Uh, man, I just I just think just from watching his background throughout college and not through, well, through his whole coaching career of just winning, 
Uh, so you, can, I feel like just as a coach, if you can have that personal, re, you know, relationship with players, you know what I'm saying, that's huge. But just having a winning background and just having, you know, having that winning mentality, uh, don't matter what place you transition to, I feel like that mindset never changes in a coach or in a player. And you're just going to continue to take that wherever, take that with you wherever you go. And he's definitely going to bring that winning culture, that winning mindset to us. And, uh, and you know, I'm excited. I'm ready to get to work. Josh, obviously, you know, it's it's hard to get a gauge on all the coaching philosophies in the environment just because you haven't had a team yeah. meeting yet, right? But you have talked to the coaches a little bit. And every, anytime a new regime comes in, um, you know, things are going to be different, obviously. What's been the yeah. biggest change so far that you've noticed uh, with, with these new guys coming in so far? Like, what's the biggest thing that stands out to you? Uh, I can honestly say just seeing those guys every day throughout the facility, either working or either trying to, you know, bring a player to the side they happen to come in. Uh, just seeing that and just seeing that they're willing to, you know, to do that extra mile and just meet with players and just have lunch with them or come in the weight room and then talk crap, you know, <laughs> just having that, trying to have that personal relationship with guys <clears throat> leads a long way. Uh, so uh, they're definitely making an impact on me so far and just having the different cultures, different mentality, change the whole organization. I feel like the Jacksonville Jaguars to today, to years to come, is going to be in a program on an uprising. So, uh, I'm excited to be a part of that, and I know they're excited to be a part of that, and they just want to win, just like us. So. I think can't beat cool, that. Yeah, no doubt. And Josh Allen with us here on Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690. I think the fans really appreciate that Josh wants to be a part of it. I mean, we've seen guys in the last handful of years maybe didn't want to be a part of it, and maybe that was the right move for them, and that was some of the organization's fault, whatever it might be. But to hear Josh and, and to see you come out on social media and say, hey, we're going to change this thing around, be a part of it, I think that's endeared yourself to the fans. Of course, you're such a good player anyway. Uh, that certainly helps. Have you uh, have you uh, texted Trevor Lawrence yet? Like, have you found his number yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't got his number, but uh, maybe one day, you know, I might see him at the Pro Bowls or here or there, or, you know, you never know. So, uh, oh, you know. He's a heck of a talent, and, uh, and eventually I'll meet him one, one day. Yeah, you might beat him in about 27 of them. Funny. <laughs> 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 hey, what, uh, you what, never know. You never know is right, but what, what – is there a conversation amongst you guys, uh, guys that have been here right now, uh, about Urban, about the possibility of Trevor, about kind of you feel it, man. You're in town. You feel the buzz. Uh, th- th- you're coming off a 1-15 year, and there's a buzz about this football yeah. team and franchise. Is Do you guys talk about it? Uh, Yeah. I mean, we just talking about, you know, we really don't – we reflect on what happened in the past, but – you know, bringing all these new guys, these new free agents in and bringing all the new coaching staff and bringing all the new people everywhere else. You know what I'm saying? It just brings a different face and it brings a different vibe. So it's all positive thoughts and it's all and it's all about the growth of the program and the growth of each player. So I feel like if we develop that and keep that going, uh, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, our conversations will get better and better every, every day. Josh, I've been meaning to ask you this question for a while. I'm glad I got you on the line because I want an honest answer here. So apparently you went turkey hunting a couple weeks ago. Now, I'm someone who grew up in Wisconsin. Turkey hunting's everywhere. I've gone out a couple times in the spring. It's hard. Uh, I had a horrible time. It rained on me, and I didn't get any turkeys. It seems like the very (laughs) first time that you go out, you get like a giant turkey. Now, was that turkey pre-purchased, and did you chant to a tree? (laughs) Or did you actually go oh, turkey hunting and get a turkey? Hey, I'm come just on, saying, man, man it's come hard on, to get man. a turkey. Come on, man. It's hard to get a turkey. Hey. 
Hey, 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 hey. That was, first off, that was all me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just want to put that out there, you know. But, uh, that, like you said, that was my very first time going out there. And, uh, you know, the way they talk and the way they sound, I thought it was going to be easy, you know what I'm saying? And I'm hearing other people saying, it's so hard to get one. I haven't got one in years, and you just told me this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you must have a good spot. Uh, so I learned that don't tell nobody your, the good hunting spot. So I'm just going to – I'm not going to tell you where all the good ones at, but uh, I can take you out there one day, Austin. Maybe me you can go get one. All right, let's get it. <laughs> I let's like it. it. Uh, yeah, you got to get one. Uh, if, if you've come up empty before, Austin, I, I love the fact that, uh, Josh, you didn't come up empty. Hey, some NFL news. Uh, uh, NFL news recently, 17-game season. What's a player's yeah. reaction to that? How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, what can I do? You know what I'm saying? Because I thought last year, you know, we, we discussed it and didn't go through it, whatever. And then uh, just coming up right here, to me it was a shock, but it's like what can I do situation. So, you know, it is what it is, and uh, we're just going to have another opponent. I'm glad they scheduled Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, another good team. And – uh Put some more tape out there for a lot of guys and for myself. So I'm excited about it. It is what it is. Yeah, I guess you get some more sacks. That's not a bad thing, potentially. But what, what, will, it do to, <laughs> what will it do to your uh, – in terms of – will it change anything you do uh, to get your body ready, or is it just one more week that you just got to continue to do the things you normally do? I mean, I can't it, – it's, it's hard to say. It's hard to uh, give a direct answer for that because everybody's different. Uh, and then you can you never know – when an injury is going to occur, you never know what when your body going to feel like it's enough. Uh, so I can't really answer that one to a T. But just take care of your body more because the season already was a long season, especially for rookies coming in and going straight into season. Well, going straight. I don't know if we're going to do preseason now, but if they do, going straight to preseason to the real games and postseason for some players. Uh, so it's definitely going to be a lot for them and. You know, and a lot for the, all the other, you know, older guys. But, you know, like I said, it is what it is. And we just got to take care of our body and just get the treatment when we need to, and you know, and maintain. Josh, I think uh, a lot of Jaguars fans are hanging on this next question. But if they do change the rule from, you know, double-digit numbers to single-digit numbers for the big guys, I get that you're, yeah. you're, you're tied to 41. But you're, you're mm-hmm. athletic where you could pull off a single-digit number. Would you try to go for that or are you sticking with 41? No, I got to stick with 41. I already tried that in college. You know, my wife and my mom, they take it real well. So I'm probably going to stick to the 41. I think it's, uh, it became, it became a part of me now and, you know, and it is what it is. Hey, the, uh, teal primary color shoot. How was that, uh, with jaguars.com? You, are you got an acting career in front of you or what? You know, I was, uh, yeah, I, during the whole time, you know, it wasn't the first time I did that, but like that one right there was a was a different shoot. I kind of got had to get in a a different phase because I haven't put on shoulder pads in so long. So just being in that and being in that form, it was like, okay, now this is a different beast. I'm I, I'm breaking out. Uh, but now I told them if they need an acting job, you know, I gave them a little. I did a little video at the end. I was like, if anybody out there needs some actors, you know what I'm saying? I'm here for them. <laughs> I hit up Tony already, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that it's acting, you know what I mean? Uh, but I hit I hit Tony up, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I say, you know, whenever, whenever, you know, I'm done with this or you need a special guest appearance or something, I'm your man. So I'm trying to I'm trying to work my way in, 
you know, in the system, you know, here or there. So don't don't be surprised when you see me in a couple of years on a big screen. <laughs> I like it. Uh, hey, you you look uh, you look at some of the free agents you guys signed, and and I feel some of yeah. the personality. Now I don't know these guys. Uh, you've got personality. You add to that defense. You guys are pretty young in a lot of areas. You've got Miles. He's got some personality in that locker room, of course, and not on the field. But now you add a guy like Shaq Griffin. I feel personality yeah. there. Uh, Rayshon Jenkins. Uh, does that kind of help infuse some energy? Does, is it is it important to have a little bit of that on a defense? I mean, I feel like the, the the more the merrier, I guess. But but by the end, yeah, you can have a different personality. You can be a quiet, loud, energetic. But as long as you have that that you gonna win, you gonna win your rep every rep, and that everybody's on, everybody feels like that. Then I feel like you know the sky's the limit. But just being around Shaq, like you said, and come, you know being around him and just knowing where he came from and having that winning culture and having that winning leadership and being a part of a, you know, a, a great defenses and bringing that here, uh, that's another, you know, bonus for us because we really never had the, well, I, I can't say never because we had Calais and Jan, you know, winners. But uh, just having that leadership back and uh, it's going to be big. And uh, I feel like uh, the whole D-line group we got is, uh, I feel like they did a heck of a job in getting these guys and I feel like they're going to be tremendous uh, boost up front for us and uh, just having Jihad and Coach Collins was, was telling me all about him and I'm excited to, to play against him. He's a he's another uh, personality type of guy. And you have Roy, uh, then you have uh, uh, Michael Brown, the man in the middle, and I'm excited to play with so I'm excited to play with him too. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be different. Uh, we're going to have that ball, you know, that run with your hair on fire to the ball, every mentality. Had that Joe Cullen's all effort attitude, play with all that swag. So it's gonna be a fun, it's gonna be a fun season, and I'm just ready to get started. Josh, you know, when we talk about, well, there really is no off season. There's in season, there's out of season. And when you're out of season, you know, it's a chance for you to, to, to work on your skill set, to improve on, you know, the, the, the previous year. What are some things that you focused on, uh, during your off season training program besides, you know, obviously staying in shape and all that stuff? But what are you, uh, primarily focusing on this off season? Uh, just, just, just when I started working out, man, I was, since I knew I was going to change my position, I'll be doing more stand up now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just doing more drills and more, more strengthening muscles that, that has to be, uh, deal with my legs and just having that get off two point now and dropping back and do whatever I do. Uh, so just doing more movements like that and just getting more fluent, uh, in my hips and turning and be able to bend and, uh, you know, so I've just been working on those things and definitely building strength and my size back up and also maintaining getting faster. So, man, I've just been doing a lot of stuff. And now <laughs> I think next week I'm getting back on the real pass rush and, and uh, start opening my bag up a little bit more. So I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited to see it, man. I'm glad you're fully healthy again and uh, looking forward to this change, this defense, what it looks like. Austin, you leave him with any tips on Joe Cullen, or you guys want to maybe exchange that in a text message? No, man, that's going to be more of a personal conversation, I feel like. But, no, like, listen, <laughs> and, and Josh already figured this out. In terms of energy um, and in terms of passion, no one does it better than Joe Cullen, and I'm sure he's already pervaded that uh, in their phone conversations. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you have to mind your P's and Q's, man, but you're going to be fine. Obviously, you're one of the leaders uh, on this defense and on this entire team, and Joe's going to look, look to you a lot, especially being a defensive coordinator now. So have fun with that, man. Oh man, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to play for I'm excited to play for the whole coach staff. I'm excited to play for these players, man. And it's 
So, like I said, it's going to be a good one. Hey, we can't wait to watch it. Josh uh, Allen, uh, hope the family's doing well, man, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, all right? Likewise, likewise. Thank you. You have a good one. All right. You too. That's good to have Josh Allen back in the fold. Had been a while, caught up on a lot of different things and expecting big things. He is now a cornerstone piece of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, No doubt about that, Josh. Uh, (laughs) Austin. Yep. No, I understand how both our careers can get mixed up sometimes and both our athletic (laughs) friends. Hey, I'm with you, Brent. Honest mistake happens all the time, but you're absolutely right. He is a cornerstone now of this team. Yeah, you just have to wear the Black Panther outfit for Halloween. And then, uh, <laughs> See, and then... I'm more of an Aquaman man myself, but okay. <laughs> Call me hey, Jason uh, Momoa. Let's stay to the phone lines, and maybe you're going fishing this weekend. And what will that be like? It's the Florida Sportsman Fishing Report with Rick Riles. Hey, Rick, a chilly Friday afternoon. It is a chilly Friday afternoon, and it's a whole lot breezier than what they said it was going to be. The wind was supposed to start backing off today, Brent. It really hasn't now. If I look at the buoys further offshore, it looks like it's starting to. I think the big boats uh, will probably make tomorrow out in the blue water. The smaller boats under 30 feet will not. But then comes Sunday, and it gets a little better. And, oh, my gosh, the first calm three-day stretch I've seen in a while commences Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week. So we've definitely got better times on the on the horizon. Brent, i, I got to ask you a question because I really – I've never met Austin. You know, I, I, I hate to say that. I, I was talking with a good friend of mine, Nick Stanzik, from down in the Keys, uh, the captain of the Broad-Minded, and they hooked a broadbill swordfish uh, a couple days ago. They fought him for seven and a half hours, and when it, when it finally got dark, the charter just couldn't hang in there anymore. They dialed up the pressure a little too much, and the swordfish broke free. Wow. And I'm wondering, is Austin still up to that, do you think? Should we have him in the chair? I, oh, yeah. I mean, am I still up to it? Was I ever up to a seven-hour challenge? Like, listen, dude, I'm, I'm an MMA fighter, but usually I, I don't get paid by the hour, so 25 minutes <laughs> and I'm good. Seven hours is a different type of beast, I feel like. So what you're saying is if you could have beat that swordfish in 30 minutes, you'd have had him. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, if it's 30 minutes, absolutely. If not, I'm going to put it on autopilot or cruise control and let the machine do its work. <laughs> I gotcha. Hey, guys, the inshore fishing has continued to be very good. David Borey said that the flounder bit especially well yesterday. He's caught his first jacks of the season, so we know the water's warm. And it's going to be a very good weekend inshore, and it's just going to get better as the offshore goes on. Today's report was brought to you by Workman's Quick Fix Plumbing and by Top Gun Roofing, your roofing specialist. We'll talk to you boys on Monday. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. Have a good show in the morning, 7 o'clock on ESPN 690. That's Rick Riles, Florida Sportsman Fishing Report. If you're heading out on the water this weekend or early next week, have a good trip. Uh, Hey, hey Brent. Yeah. Seven hours? I know. I was going to ask him. We'll have to ask him, like, again, but I was going to ask him, like, do you have to – does it help if you're big and strong, like if you're 6'6", 245, or if you're just, like, some, you know, guy like me, 5'10", 200 pounds? Sure. Like, it does it make right a in. difference in the chair? Like, I don't know. Like, it's I, it's I don't see every – Brent. It's got to make a difference. Do you think so? Like, every yeah, fisherman's not fish, a big guy, though. No, I don't know. The, yeah, but it's all about the intensity that you bring, because you better believe, like, when you're pulling on that line, the, the, the fish can sense what kind of guy is pulling on the line. And if I'm up there, he's like, oh, man, well, we got a, we got a blue-collar, Midwest strong kind of dude here. If, if you're pulling on the line, oh, this guy's from Rhode Island. We'll see. You know? <laughs> we'll see what it's happens. A, hey, you've got we'll a technique guy. The fish doesn't <laughs> like the technique guy. Technique guy. But all I'm going to say is, hey, seven hours. Like, I haven't even watched Justice League yet, the new one, because it's four hours long. <laughs> 
think I'm going to sit in a chair for seven hours and try to pull this fish in? You better. No, absolutely not. You know how many holes of golf I could get in in seven hours? Too, too a many. lot. Too many. A lot. I don't, like, I don't do anything for se- I mean, I don't even sleep for seven hours. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> take a break. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 6. Now, it's been a fun Friday here on the show. Live from Hidden Hills Golf Club. Check out the golf cart. You can get discounted golf right here at Hidden Hills Golf Club on ESPN690.com. By the way, also want to mention, go vote for our Honda the Avenue's Athlete of the Week on ESPN690.com through the weekend. Congratulations to last week's winner, Hunter Carnes, First Coast High School baseball team. Hunter is having a fantastic season. He was our winner a week ago, but go vote for this week. Three nominees, ESPN690.com. We'll be back, put a half hour left. Here on a Friday on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. Uh, Daniel uh, says, we went from hot Cheetos to shampoo, raising the intellectual portion of the show. Austin Lane. I'm wearing a sleeveless t-shirt. What more do you want from us, man? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's Friday. We never said we're intellectual. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. My biggest concern is that they're all they're all healthy, so I'll ask them, you know, how they're feeling and make sure they're doing okay, and then and then ask them if they need anything on my end, you know. I mean, and just, just like I said, stay positive, take care of your families. Um, we're we're going to get through this, you know. Um, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through it together, you know. The, our biggest concern right now is to minimize, you know, uh, this spread. And um, and I have all the confidence in the world that you know with our medical staff and the way our players uh, go about this, that we'll, we'll get this nipped in the butt. So um, for right now, you know, the, like I said, it's more about their safety. That's manager Martinez of the Nationals. Ah, listen, they've waited long enough. They've navigated so many things. I mean, a weekend without baseball isn't going to hurt anyone. But uh, kind of a bummer when you're expecting to start the season. Yeah. Maybe the Red Sox should have got rained out again. They lose three to nothing to start. Mm. Not at mm. all excited mm. about the Red Sox. Sorry I'm excited about baseball, but I saw some some wild. So I love like early baseball, especially you see things. Uh, you know, Ty and I and we're watching this morning again. Like watch that quick pitch on MLB, which is really good. By the way, <laughs> you can see the game in like three minutes, and they show a ton of highlights. Um, but like a game, I forget which game it was. Now, a game ended on like either a pass ball. Or wild pitch, or or maybe it was just ball four that they walked them in. It, it might have been a couple of games like that, but uh, you just see some sloppy play. Like you know what? It happens at all levels. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you can be at an eight-year-old game, or you can be at a big league game, and you can see some crazy things. And and that's in all sports. Uh, I wonder if we should get a petition for you to retire from the MMA. No. But I know where you're going with this. But so can we get into it? I mean, wait a minute. Now. I should have had the audio because the audio is crazy. You, you, how do you lose a finger? So yeah, fighting in the cage in in MMA like that happened last night. So last night uh, I'm watching UFC Fight Pass and uh, it's called the CFFC. Um, you know, it's basically. Uh, regional MMA promotion. And the reason why I take part in watching is because CM Punk, you know, who's a friend of the show, uh, mm-hmm. he, he's one of the, the commentary guys on it. You know, so, I mean, obviously it's it's fights. There's nothing on to watch on Thursday, but, yeah, let me check it out. And I believe this was the co-main event. Um, and a guy by the name of uh, 
K Tag Pleve, uh, I'm sorry, K Tag Pleve, um, who is a very like I think he's five and one wrestler, Olympic wrestler, former Olympic wrestler, uh, a lot of hype around him, and it looked like he got kicked in the hand. Like you know he's going to go to defend it, he gets kicked in the hand, he kind of like shuffles his gloves a little bit. I don't think anything of it, Brent. Yeah. The fight continues. Uh, he goes to the stool, he comes back out, and they get like into grappling exchange. Um, they get like in an exchange. The guy grabs his gloves a little bit, and then as he goes back, I think for the second round, um, there's talks of he's missing a finger, and like, it was April first. So I'm like, okay, this is some kind of elaborate April Fool's joke. I'm like, okay, I mean, kind of aggressive to for a, a regional MMA promotion, but okay, cool. So I literally think it's an April Fool's joke. All of a sudden, hard cut to the guy in the corner, and yeah. His finger's missing, and you can see the bone, and they call the fight off. So he fought around with a missing finger that was detached and then literally just taken off the bone. He fought around on that, goes back to the corner, gets up, and then fights another round, and then he goes back again. And it's like, excuse me, sir? So, and I'm not exaggerating, they call off the fight, and they can't find the finger. They have no idea where the finger is. So they're trying to look around the cage, can't find it. It gets to the point where the announcers, like in the building, are asking the audience, like the the crowd, to help find his missing finger. Oh, my goodness. Turns out that the missing finger, and this was like 15, 20 minutes after the fact, as he's escorted out of the cage, turns out his missing finger was in his knuckle. Like, because you know how MMA gloves are padded at the knuckle, obviously? That's where we're all that. So his finger was in the knuckle. And I'll be honest with you, when they, they hard cut, when it was CM Punk saying, uh, where's his finger? I'm like, what are you guys talking about? And then they, they showed that. Brent, I, I turned it off. I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Like, think about this. I've seen broken legs. I've seen eyes get gouged. I, I've seen everything. But watching that last night was the first time where I sat down. I'm like, oh, wait, that can happen to me? Huh? Missing fingers? Yeah. And, like, I, for, for a split second, I questioned... What am I doing with my life? I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I had that conversation I, for a split second. I questioned it for you. <laughs> like, I fully encourage retirement. Uh, yeah. It still do. I mean, and you know Steph's re- encouraged it for, oh, for yeah. like a year. Yeah. Yeah, she's so all we, won't even, we won't even tell Steph about the finger incident. No, don't tell her about the finger incident. Because that will... Don't, uh, don't tell my mom either. Don't tell my mom about that one either. <laughs> Oh, mom's got, hope mom's busy on a Friday oh, afternoon <laughs> and not listening to the ESPN 690 yeah, from Wisconsin. Yeah. But, so the... What happened here was the kick was the the force of the kick basically just like severed his finger. So yeah, and like I think nothing's official yet, but what I've been reading, they think the kick severed the finger and it was like hanging on and once again sorry for the graphic nature, it was literally like hanging on by maybe some ligaments or something and then in the grappling exchange it got ripped completely off. My goodness. Like without like a How do you not know that you lose a finger? Like, if that happens to me, I'm like, okay, well, I'm done. My finger's gone. Yeah. I can. Yeah, that, that oh. hurts. Yeah, man. Hey, here's the plus side. Like, if you go sparring tonight or if you get in your next match and 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 you lose a finger. Yeah. I mean, Ronan's eight stitches got nothing on you. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, that's I got nothing. Encouraged. Like, you win the day. Like, I said, hey, kick me high and I'll try to block it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, wow. Like, you don't think of uh, – I mean, is that seriously like as there have been gruesome, like bloody battles in MMA, yeah. and you've seen a lot and experienced some. Yeah. But uh, 
But ser- like, I mean, uh, I, I would, I would say even like sometimes like a broken leg can be even more graphic than even. Oh, that without a doubt. But yeah, yeah. So you've seen, I mean, you see some really nasty stuff sometimes, is my guess, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, even like, you know, a guy I used to box with, I mean, he had a detached retina. And, and in terms of, um, you know, like the visual side, it's not that bad. But obviously, if you detach your retina, that's not good for your eyeballs. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I've seen, you know, whether it's watching or just, you know, being around people in person, I've seen my fair share of injuries. But, like, that was the first time where I was like, no, I, I'm not watching anymore. I'm all set. And, like, the, the comment, because, like, imagine, Brent, imagine being an MMA commentator, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, where's this guy's finger? Like, that, like that's, like, I think they were so in shock of seeing a dude's finger missing, like, they didn't know how to respond to it. And I'd probably be in the I, same boat. No, I wasn't watching. I didn't yeah. see it. And so my guess is somebody had to kind of say something to him, because I don't even know how you would pick that up. Like, because so, you wouldn't even think of it, right? Yeah. Like, so how would you even pick up the fact that, oh, all of a sudden, he only has nine fingers. So, so what happened was, is that he goes back to the corner, and and like he's moving around his glove, and then his corner sees all oh, his fingers missing. Okay. And they're like, so that's how it works. Yeah. Right. But yeah. then, like, obviously, you know, the, the 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 commentators can see this happening, and they're like, wait, his fingers missing. And then, you know, they do the hard cut, and it's like, yeah, his fingers missing. And now it's the search to find this dude's finger. It's just, it's insane, man. So you insane. know what has a feel to me? Like if you told somebody that, especially in the early stages of MMA, yeah, uh, it would have like the Kimbo Slice kind of feel. Sure. Like the underground, you know, yep. uh, of like, oh, that's what happens. You know, like if that had happened like 10 years ago or something, and maybe it has happened to somebody else, but it would be like, oh, this is what happens in MMA. you got a real chance to lose your finger every fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I can't stress this enough, and, and with all due respect to, you know, uh, K-Take Pleave, but you pick April Fool's the, the night to lose your finger, sir? You pick April Fool's Day? It's not April Fool's night. It's April Fool's Day. What are we doing, man? And how do you not notice? I, oh, it's just it's bad, Brent. It's bad. Yeah. Now we'll get the uh, industry talking a little bit. Yeah. I would suspect. I mean, your reaction is kind of interesting to me just because you do it. And, and it's like, ah, like you, you'll do – there'll be some things and be like, well, it's it, it happens. Like, uh, you yeah. know, again, you get a you get an elbow to the eye, and there's a lot of blood, and everybody's freaking out. It's like, well, it doesn't even hurt, you know. I mean, yeah. it's like, whatever. Well, it's like an elbow to the and, um, above the eye, and I'm bleeding a lot. Sure. That doesn't mean anything. But this one kind of, when this one throws you for a loop, a guy who's played football and probably there's probably been several severed fingers in, sure. in football. We know there's broken fingers like on every play in football. Yeah. Uh, and. And to see your reaction to it oh, kind of surprised me too. And like, and I'm on Twitter trying to share it because I feel like, well, I saw it. Everybody else has to see this now too. I'm not gonna be the only person that's gonna go to bed tonight knowing about this finger. I need everybody else to get on my level, and there has to be some kind of support group because I couldn't make this journey alone after what I saw. But it, it's to, to kind of set the, you know, to finish it up here and put a bow on it. It's so funny because so today, then after the fight, you know, the the next morning I, I called my coach up and we're, you know, we're just talking MMA like we always do. And I even asked him like, hey, did you watch the fights last night? And he's like, no, nah, I, I missed them. And I'm like, did you hear what happened? He's like, yeah, I don't talk about it. Like he even like, <laughs> like he even cut me off. Like it was. Wow. And like, listen, we've seen injury after injury, but I don't think it's dawned on anybody that you can like lose an entire finger in an MMA fight. Yeah, that's wild. Oh. Uh, you know, it's you know it's interesting. We have those injuries in sports. I, I think uh, the ones that make you like, okay, I know this can happen, but it's uh, it's so rare and it's gross, and and I don't even want to think about it and talk about it again. I feel like basketball. Remember the Louisville kid in, in the NCAA tournament uh, years ago, or, or um, why do I forget his name now? 
uh, that gruesome leg injury. Oh, yeah, you think about yeah, a kid yeah. uh, like the Hayward injury. Uh, there were a couple of them recently in basketball, I think. But, you know, the uh, Alex Smith injury in football, you know, I mean, there's just even the Burrow one last year. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just some that are so cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I go to hockey, I think of Brian Burrard, you know, that when he gets hit in the eye. Yeah. Um, it's it's just even in the physical sports, the violent sports, uh, you know, a pitcher getting one right back off the, the dome. Sure. You know, uh, in you just it does happen. Even those injuries that even in the tough guy sports make you go oh yeah you know because it's just so unexpected so that's uh one of them so so here's kind of the pep talk that i gave myself then last night as i was going to bed because like i I told you like that one got to me deep i don't know why but just seeing the (laughs) pictures and the video i'm just like so nasty but i think of it like this there's been how many mma fights ever hundred thousand probably tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of mma fights this is the first time i've ever heard a guy losing his finger so you probably got a better shot of getting struck by lightning or getting a shark attack, which I don't go in the ocean, so don't worry about that one. Uh, so you probably got a better shot of doing those things than losing a finger in a cage. So we're all good. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, that's yeah. a good way. I look at things like that. Uh, I have you know. to, Brent. I, I did for I the Boy Scouts, of, Boy Scouts of America. Uh, we, did like this, um, we did this. We did this. It was for a charity, so we, we scaled down the Wells Fargo building in, in Jacksonville. What? And I was like, what am I doing here? Why Hold am I the, doing this? No, 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 no. Hold up. Oh, yeah. Is this Boy I've Scouts done. or MI6? What are you talking about? You scaled down the Wells Fargo building. Yeah, man. It was uh, for charity. So I did it and live on TV, by the way. So if I was going, I was going live on TV. Wait, so the Boy Scouts are doing this or not? Yeah, they do it. I think, uh, they, they think it's the Boy Scouts of America. They do it as a fundraiser. Hey, Wisconsin um, Boy Scouts. I was carving <laughs> soaps up and making animals out of, like, soap using how to use a knife. We got yeah. Jackson. We got the Jacksonville chapter scaling down the Wells Fargo building. <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of had the same. Back. I kind of had the same view as you. I was like, would they really do this as a fundraiser if I was going to go splat on the ground? <laughs> I mean, probably not, right? So that's kind of how I kind of comforted myself. Sure, sure. <laughs> Gotta talk yourself into it sometimes. Yes, you do. Uh, and do it. So uh, and then I also said, hey, you know what? If I go down, I'm going down in glory, man. This thing's live on TV. <laughs> So uh, that's how I dealt with it. Anything good in the UFC this weekend? Other than any, anybody with all ten fingers fighting. I mean, yeah, right. No, so there's no UFC fights this weekend. Next weekend they ramp back up, but there's going to be a Bellator fight this weekend, MMA. Um, and okay, card, but nothing to really, you know, talk about. Okay, uh, well, we got three weeks until the Jacksonville fights, and that will ramp up. Obviously, yeah. the tickets are hot. Uh, here, uh, UFC coming to Jacksonville on April 24th, and five days those, later we got the NFL draft. Are those uh, social media credentials pretty hot too, or what are we talking about? <laughs> We're actually we put credentials in. Okay, you're you're on the list. Nice. Now it's not social media credentials; it's just media credentials. Well, no, I, what do you mean? <laughs> I, I get that. I got that. I got that. You are. You are fully applied for yeah. when it comes to credentials for ESPN 690. Yeah, but now here's the real thing. Do they approve the credentials? That's that's kind that of the next That we don't firm. know yet. Yeah. yeah. Next Dana week. White. Come on. Check back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be back live from Hidden Hills Golf Club here on a Friday. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Today's times, I should say that I'm not retiring or resigning. I'm opting out. That's the most ridiculous phrase I've ever heard in my life. Why the hell don't you just say I quit? So I'm old school and I can't use those words. But I will tell you that I'm retiring and resigning as a men's basketball coach at North Carolina. It's been a thrill. 
It has been unbelievable. I've loved it. It's coaching, and that's all I've ever wanted to do since the summer after my ninth grade year in high school. No one has ever enjoyed coaching like I have for 48 years. That is the great Roy Williams, big impact on college basketball and the coaching world, quite frankly. It was good to hear from University of North Florida's men's basketball coach, Matthew Driscoll, get his uh, perspective on Roy Williams as he says goodbye to college basketball and the University of North Carolina. We are live at Hidden Hills Golf Club. Uh, thanks to the Russ Libby and the staff for the hospitality here. Once again, you get discounted golf by purchasing the Dream 18 card on ESPN690.com. Check it out. Hidden Hills and seven other golf courses. Discounted golf. Some free stuff from Baker Sports and uh, Smoothie King and Dome Hats along the way. Discounted uh, purchases from Palm Beach Autographs. So check out the Dream 18 card on ESPN690.com. And while we're at it, you know, one of the cool things golf has done in recent years to appeal to the younger generation is start up this PGA Junior League, and they have that out here at Hidden Hills. And Russ Libby says it's really been a big success. And if you want to sign up and be a part of it, have your kid be a part of it, uh, they are hosting another season of the 13U PGA Junior League. Registrations now open. They will field two teams. It's basically like Little League golf style. Uh, it's a team sport kind of feel. Uh, which is cool. Six two zero zero nine one zero is the number to call. Six two zero zero nine one zero, or you can visit www.pgajuniorleague.com. That's Junior J R. So pgajuniorleague.com, and uh, it's a public course, so you can be anywhere uh, and, and be a part of the Hidden Hills team. Austin, we're like out of time. That's yeah. it. Give me one thing. You got something going on this weekend, or is it all about the Final Four? Uh, pretty much all about the Final Four for me. What are your predictions? Who you got? I, I just can't stay away from Gonzaga. The one thing I didn't mention, we were talking about it before, I think you got to keep Gonzaga out of the paint, their guards out of the paint, and just hope they miss threes. Yeah. I think it's the only way to beat them, really. Yeah, uh, give me uh, UCLA and give me Baylor, because i, I got to go. Listen, I understand it's it's a foolish pick. I think Gonzaga's got it, but I can't go against the Murray State blood, man. Uh, that's like who we it. are. So what's up to Mick Cronin? And UCLA has played fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens. That's tomorrow, then championship game Monday. We'll be back at it Monday. Once again, it'll be Masters Week as well. So just like Austin loves it, all golf, all the time next week. Can't wait, Brent. And by the way, hey, Stephen, man, <laughs> you absolutely crushed it today. Fantastic first day. I'm not one for first impressions, but I'm very impressed. Yeah, you were awesome. Appreciate Thank you very it. Thank much, guys. Happy to be here. And the anime, Shock Your Bach, was just creative and well done. Thank you very much. We we should have Josh Allen on it, too. Josh Allen's a big anime guy. I I thought about that, but I didn't know how long. We'll have him on again. He's a good friend of the program. Good to have Josh Allen on. If you missed it, check out the Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 podcast. Subscribe. Go check it out. You can also watch it on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Stephen, nice work. Austin, have a great weekend to you and the family. Happy Easter to everybody out there who celebrates. And uh, I'm Brent Martin. Thanks to Hidden Hills Golf Club for having us. Live Local Loud coming up on ESPN 690. We'll see you on TV all weekend, CBS 47 and Fox 30. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 